This episode is brought to you by Lipsyn. Planning to start a podcast? Look no further than Lipsyn. Lipsyn is one of the biggest feature-rich podcast hosting platforms in the world. Lipsyn is IAB certified, offers many hosting plans, and you can start for as low as $5 a month. Aspiring podcasters who listen to the show radio can get one month free by using the promo code TSR. Use promo code TSR at checkout to get one month free. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the show radio. This is episode 591. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Danny. And this is your source for tech gaming and entertainment news. Head over to theshowradio.info. Once again, it's theshowradio.info. And check out our past shows while you're there. Subscribe and tell a friend about the show. The show is on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the places you can find shows. We are there. And uh, thank you for listening. We really, really do appreciate it. Daniela, how are you? I a year older. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, Although I was totally tricked. I, I I went into work for half a day because my boss said she didn't bring me a cake. And, you know, all my gaming years and experience, I should have known better. That cake was a lie. The cake was a lie? Yes, there was no cake. Oh it was a gosh. trick. It was a trick. No, but to be honest, she forgot. <laughs> but like, it's like, OK, well, I'm going home half day then. Forget this. Going home. Um, and I, and today I, I posted um, an image, the cake it says the cake is a lie. I put it on her door, took her a little bit to notice. I put it there. She saw it. She's like, I didn't mean to. And she like, I don't know where she grabbed it from because I don't make it today. But she, uh, she came with this big container of coconut um, rice pudding. She's like, so and so made this. I took it from them. This is yours now. The pudding is real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It was really good, though. It was really, really good. But somebody's missing their, their coconut rice pudding somewhere at work. Now it's mine. And I ate it. <laughs> That's dope. But uh, yeah, it was good. I, I, I relaxed. I came home from my half day of work, took a nap. Um, my boyfriend and I cleaned my house because majority of the time, that's kind of what I want for my present. Just like clean the house so I don't have to. And it was a good day. It was a good day. And um, let's say we watched... Uh, we watched Black Widow last night, finally. Okay. What'd you and, think? And okay. Uh so okay. I, I I just feel like they should have had the Black Widow movie. Well, I, I hope people already watched and I was all caught up with the Marvel series here. Um, I feel like it just should have been there before she died. Mm. I don't know. I just it, it was it was good. Like the action was there, okay. um, and they had its funny moments. The story was okay. Um, there's there's some of some of the action scenes was like a little bit like what like okay. I mean, I know you're superheroes, and I know it's not supposed to make you know sense. Yeah, they're superheroes. But there's yeah, but the. It's not like she is a superhuman. She's just this really well-trained and conditioned assassin. She's still human. It's not like she has regenerative properties. Well, and yeah. Lies and all this other stuff. She's but a like, superhero. There's certain, there's certain things where you're just like, okay, sure. You should be like limping with some broken bones in there somewhere. And there's like a scene in there. You're falling out of the sky. And like... The physics in it, I'm like, there's just no 
then you I don't want to okay, watch the latest all, Fast and Furious then. <laughs> you don't, okay, well, I just don't watch Fast and Furious, period. <laughs> then you don't want to watch there's that. Just like some, there's certain things where I'm like, I know you're fighting as you're falling out of the sky. That just automatically doesn't make sense. I accept it already. Well, there's like something like you could at least make this one portion make a little bit more sense and be a little tiny, tiny bit realistic, but Mm. That's that's not even the point. I mean, it, I still enjoyed it. Was it worth spending thirty dollars on Disney Plus? Well, it was better yes. than me paying to go and see it in the movie theater. Exactly right. Exactly because um, between two two it. people, three people, how much would you have paid? More than thirty dollars with the snacks and all that was wonderful things. Yeah. So it was it was okay for that. Um, I don't know if I would want to watch it anytime soon again. How come? It was kind of like, like watching like the second Iron Man, like which was a good movie, but you know, I can, I can watch it once and then maybe I'll see it again in like a year. Like I can wait until it's free on Disney plus again to watch it again. So do you think you could have done without it? Is that what it is? Yeah, I probably could have. I probably could have just like let it go and not spend the $30 and just waited until it was like free to stream. Okay. And I feel like I'm like dissing the movie so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it it was a good movie, but it just wasn't, it just didn't, wasn't on par in, in my enjoyment levels as like the other Marvel movies, to be honest. Okay. I mean, that's fair. So what did you think about uh, Suicide Squad? What did you think about that? Oh, that one, that one, I, I would, I will go back and watch it again, like immediately after. So that one, we made a family movie. Okay. <laughs> my son, my son and his girlfriend were not interested in watching um, Black Widow. Of course, the only time I did call him is because like I mentioned like a couple episodes ago, um, my cousin Malia J, um, she she had her song, her cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit in there. So obviously that's the only time I called my son and it's like, you gotta listen to her. Um and then go. And honestly, that really was kind of the best part of the movie for me. Like the opening part. Okay, I would say maybe the first twenty minutes of the movie really, really got me interested, but it like it started to die out after that. Like the way it started was like, well, this is an interesting story. And then even even if it didn't have if it wasn't my cousin doing this cover um, and it just had that song and somebody else doing with it, um, doing that cover, um, it really kind of set this tone of what you thought you were going to be getting. And it kind of did. But like, I felt like that song and the, the scenes and the imagery that they were matching with it, like made it so much more interesting, the film. But I was like, oh, okay. Not not as impactful. So I love that part and I I actually cried because I'm just I'm just so proud and so happy for my cousin because she has some amazing great songs and her her music has been used in like TV shows um but to be a part of the Marvels, you know, series the universe to be there and people are going to be watching these movies for years to come and that's always, her song is always going to be there. That is huge. Yeah. That is amazing. That is pretty dope. Um, so I cried out of happiness for her for that. And just that part was really great. But once that like ended, my son was not interested in watching Black Widow whatsoever. I can't just like just did not interest him in the least bit. Neither did it interest his girlfriend. But um, over the weekend, uh, we made a family movie to watch The Suicide Squad. 
completely different universe over here we're going to dc and that was actually a lot of fun yes it is r-rated um and within the first like five minutes of the film you can totally totally know why uh it was very fitting and there's a lot of funny moments and characters that you um you get really attached to and you just love and like like seeing on on the screen so that that was fun so uh, immediately with that one i could i could have just turned around and just rewatched it immediately right after it was an enjoy it was just it's not i wouldn't say it's family friendly but you know my son's older so it's kind of okay don't watch it with your don't watch it with kids under 13 yeah it's, it's it's gruesome it's visceral it's definitely action-packed i was surprised i didn't know what to expect which was good going in uh to um watch suicide squad but i really enjoyed it you did you watched it too yeah i did i really I, enjoyed it i loved it i I loved king shark yeah <laughs> and and friend bird <laughs> like sylvester stallone you're trying your best here I appreciate your effort. Yeah, it was it was good. <laughs> I, I think it was good for me to go in not really having any expectations. Nothing good, nothing bad. Just going in just to appreciate what was being shown. And I really enjoyed everything. Yeah, it, it was fun. I wouldn't say that it is as unfamily friendly as Deadpool, though. Deadpool is definitely like you had a really question. Yeah, Deadpool's a little wild. Wilder. That's a little bit. Yes, yeah. it is. But yeah, the Suicide, Suicide Squad was a lot of fun to watch. I loved it. Idris Elba was pretty awesome. Um, Isn't he in everything, though? He pretty much is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's he's one of my he, favorite actors right now. He's getting around there. Yeah. Um, I will say, which I was kind of pleasantly surprised. I normally don't like John Cena. But he was good. He was good. He was good and he was funny and yeah. he had some lines in there and I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. But yeah, he 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 was a was a pleasant surprise for me to actually enjoy having him in a film. So that was good. Yeah, I think by now when it comes to John Cena, we just have to respect uh, the work that he's putting in for a lot of the roles now because he he really can hold his own. It's not like, yeah, you came from the wrestling world and you had some liners and, and wrestling and you're acting there to some degree, but uh, I think he's come a long way. He has. So I give him that. I can say I enjoyed it. Still not going to watch no fast period. So, yeah. Okay. So if you, <laughs> if you watch that, at, if you end up watching that for some weird reason, cause I know you're not trying to watch it. You want to talk about superheroes, those guys, are superheroes okay the things that they do in the movies <laughs> now it's just it's just crazy it, it they're superheroes at this point yeah okay because their stuff is so outlandish and ridiculous yeah like That's the the part where the the chain attaches to the car and and it swings. Oh, well, they kind of show the end of trailer, right? So that whole part, I was like, really? That's that's how you did that? Oh man, okay. You're a superhero. You you have to be at that point. But they they kind of show you. Well, okay, I really can't go with that. But um, they give you a little history of how certain things came about. Let's just put it that way. And it made it okay. made sense. It made sense. Okay. 
So, yeah, so that's not saying anything because I know you're not going to watch it. All right. So um, uh, next thing we got, um, I actually discovered this uh, through a friend recently. And uh, it's called Audius. It's a blockchain based music streaming service. And uh, they're actually going to be partnering up. Let me see what it says here. Um, TikTok picks streaming service Audius to power new sounds library. Uh, Audius, a streaming platform based on the Ethereum and Solana blockchains, is partnering with TikTok on the video sharing apps, new TikTok sounds library, which is pretty dope. Uh, so I wanted to throw that in there because. Um, well, one of the reasons I'm, I really wanted to talk about this is because if you wanted to build your audio library of, let's say, a show that you had or a podcast or any type of, of different things like that, you can actually upload on that platform uh, for free right now. So let's say you were uh, starting out and you wanted to just have your show on the standard RSS feeds, but you wanted it somewhere else. You can actually upload it on this platform as well. Just create an account. Um, you know, they, they ask you to follow like football just to kind of get your account set up, complete your profile information. Once you do that, you're able to upload a file to that uh, platform. It goes all the way up to 320 uh, kilobytes per second um, for the quality. But the thing is, when you upload to the pro uh, to the to your account, the only thing I don't like right now is the processing time for the file to finish the metadata and all that stuff. It feels like it takes a while, you know, a couple of minutes and a couple of minutes by like uploading standards at this point is a long. So mm -hmm. that part is a little lengthy. But outside of that, I was able to upload our uh, podcast cover um, art. I was able to, you know, put in the description, rename the actual track. I uh, did all that. Um, then you, you're able to set the mood if you want, if the mood of the show is easygoing or, or you, there's different moods that you can set for what you're uploading onto the particular platform. Um, yeah. So, so I kind of, I like it because, um, it's, it's another way to distribute your content. It's not, it's not an RSS feed you know, podcast per se, but if you had like, let's say 10 episodes, you can upload that to this platform. It'll be another uh, distribution place for, it. so I thought that's pretty dope. It's a very, that's a very interesting thing to be getting into. I'm so, I want to say noob, I know of it. I just don't dive into it when it's the blockchains and cryptocurrency. Yeah. What, what's holding you back? Cause you know I've been like I jump back in. in I May. know you 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 have <laughs> been jumping in there and like putting in all of those talks on Clubhouse and you you just went all in on that. Yeah, I disappeared for like a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm, I mean it's good. I think the the thing the whole thing about it is um, there's so many different things that you could do, and I'll, I'll just say, you know keep it as general as I can. And there's there's other places that you could put your money that could benefit you even more, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, the, the fact that you're able to learn about the history of money and, and, you know, fiat currency and stuff like that. I mean, there's a whole world there and there's, you know, decentralized finance. You can jump into that and what that means. And so, so I think there's different pockets that you can play into, or you can even do the developer side. I think there's, um, uh, what was it IGN? I think I, I saw earlier today where um, they were offering um, 
a website that talked about being becoming a, a blockchain developer and stuff like that. So you could be on a developer side, you could be on the investor side. And, and my thing is, I, I like the fact that um, you have all those options because you could pick where you want to get in. And um, yeah, but I mean, you know, whenever you're ready, just let me know. We can talk about it. It's just overwhelming. I'm still just trying to like wrap my head around and make smart investment choices the traditional way. Right. <laughs> you yeah, can do to jump in a whole other different type of investments and currency. Yeah. Uh, and there's so many different ways that you can screw up too. It's True. Like, okay. True. I okay, think I, gotta... I think the general the general idea, like what I've seen, you know, talking to uh, my investment group and. and chatting with them is you always want to look for what the company is doing, what the company has done and what partnerships they have coming along. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so that seems to be a good foundational base to, to check things out. So for example, there's a stock, um, and of course it's not financial advice, right? So there's a stock called NSAV and NSAV is actually coming out with, um, the next major, uh, cryptocurrency exchange as Coinbase that's been out for a long time. So NSAV is actually going to compete with uh, Coinbase. But the, the challenge is, depending on where you're trying to get the stock, this is a stock, depending on wh- wh- where you're trying to get the stock, uh, you may not be able to get it because if it's a, a penny stock, because the company's just starting out, certain um, platforms like TD Ameritrade, they won't let you purchase this particular stock. So you'd have to use something like Charles Schwab. So just for me to get in at a good position to buy a lot of shares for this particular stock, I had to create an account with TD Ameritrade, uh, with uh, Charles Schwab, and then, you know, put money in Charles Schwab to get it. So if it blows up, great. If it doesn't, great. If it takes a while to blow up, right, that's fine too, right? But the thing is, I wouldn't be able to get an early position if I was waiting for uh, TD Ameritrade to consider listing it, you know, at a later date, right? And I think it's the same thing that applies with uh, cryptocurrency, right? You'll get a particular uh, company and the share has a lot of zeros in it, you know, like a Doge or, you know, things that people hear about all the time, mm-hmm. or maybe SafeMoon or whatever. Um, and it'll have like four or five zeros. If you get in at four or five zeros and it shaves like two zeros, you're rich, rich. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that, that's just that's just how it works. It's so drastic. Like, for for example, there was this um, this guy this week. I was in a room and he had invested in a, in a coin or whatever um, a while ago and he kind of forgot about it, but it was still in his wallet. He woke up that day. This was this past week. True story. He woke up. He woke up that day and he looked at his wallet and he had 90 grand just sitting there that's how it happens that's crazy way to actually just wake up that's right how there. he that's how he woke up that day and and of course like with um with clubhouse you could ptr pull to refresh so he was like yeah this i literally have 90 grand and you know what i'm not going to work today Right. So that's how it could change overnight. Now, is that a small percentage? Sure. Is it, does the project, uh, had to have some major changes, partnerships, maybe forks, right? Different things like that for that change to happen. You know, absolutely. Right. It, it all depends. Right. Major festivals, uh, major partnerships, major names or public figures talking about it. 
you know, and it catches fire. Um, and you know, next thing you know, you have an extra five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand. It's, it's not, it's not far fetched anymore in that particular world, which is why, um, the government, as you see, they're trying to put regulations around it because there's so much money that you can make if you invest in the top 100 projects. If we say, let's just say that the top 100 could get you money if you just hold it long term. Right. And uh, yeah. if it's a super promising project and it has a lot of zeros, you put in 100 bucks, 200 bucks and it moves one to two zeros. You have more money than you've had in a while. That, that's how it happens. So, yeah. It's fun. You can lose, but it's money that you're supposed to lose anyway, because it's not money that you're supposed to be paying your mortgage with, your rent with and stuff like that. But so you'll lose some money, but you don't really lose until you sell. Right. So if you sell the the stuff, then you lose twice. So you lose the money. But you said you were willing to lose that and then you sold it again. So you're losing twice. So I'm not in it to lose. So it's money that I'll put in and just watch it do whatever. Hope we make it. Oh yeah, I I hope you make it. Too. <laughs> so yeah, the the stocks uh, for me, I just hold. I buy and hold. I don't typically um, I don't typically sell because you have to you have the capital gains and then you have the other tax that you weighed three hundred and sixty days. So you you don't want to uh, you don't want to sell if you don't have to. So you grab shares early. You hold on to it. You watch the news. You buy in the red. Right. Some people get scared because they think the red is bad. But if you're holding long term, every time it's red, that means you can buy the sale, right? You're buying it on sale. So you buy it in a room and then go from there. But anyway, that's, that's, <laughs> I can talk about yeah. this for a long time. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> I wouldn't have known. Yeah. So we will, we will go to the next thing. Okay. Sony completes 1 billion Crunchyroll buyout. I think we talked about this a while. Maybe mentioned this a while ago. A little ago. bit. I think we a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So they finally completed. You have Crunchyroll, right? Yes, I do. You still love it? What it is? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. So, so um, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of happy about this because, you know, they, uh, Sony has talked about uh, including it in their more expensive premium i guess subscription yeah well it depends on what like how much this expensive is but um if i can have them as combined as a single subscription i'm totally okay with that because right now i'm paying them obviously separately so i can just consolidate i think i pay eight dollars for credit yeah I think that's what I'm paying for. And then I don't know what my, my subscription is. I, I pay the yearly one, whatever that price is. <laughs> I can't remember. But um, yeah, if I can have that all in, in one, that'd be awesome. Okay. So, so one more thing on the investing thing and I'll leave it alone. One more okay. thing. Okay. So um, if you guys are considering uh, going into that world, I do have my crypto journal ever since I started back into the game, if you will, in May. Uh, so if you go to my website, andrew-alliance.com, that'll put you into the Discord. And then there's a section that says Crypto Journal, and you can have that. That's yours. For so it's pretty much everything from the history of money to... Um, so financial literacy is the first thing, then cryptocurrency uh, literacy is the next thing, all the way to mining. So I bookmarks all my shares are in there that's yours for free i uh, just jump into discord and you can grab that um yeah that's it so um so yeah crunchyroll i've never i may had 
I may have done a trial for it a while ago, but I never really uh, invested in getting an anime uh, service, streaming service. There, there's a lot of free ones that are out there. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, okay. I like, like I like, what? I, I don't, um, Kiss Anime, they have, have that. Um, okay. what else is there? I know there's a few. I'm kind of anime. Yeah. Cause I wasn't aware that there were free ones out there. I mean, I know you can watch different things if you want on YouTube for free, but I didn't realize that there were like services outside of Crunchyroll that, um, that was decent enough to, you know, go in and, and check out. I would say that Kiss Anime is probably like pretty safe one. Okay. I mean, not like, not that they're or anything like that, but like they have not so much clutter on their paper, like ads and weird cookie tracking. Um, but I, I, if I like a service, um, I can get it ad free and I can get it on multiple screens even better because, uh, Several people in my household watches um, Crunchyroll, so I can set up different profiles, and and I really, really like that. Um, so I don't mind paying it. I I think I've been subscribed to Crunchyroll for like I want to say five years. Okay. And you know I use it. My son uses it now. I, I my son's girlfriend uses it. My son's um, slowly trying to get her into anime, and you know starting her off with some, um, really I guess. Generic, generic, like easy to jump into, not too overwhelming. So, like Sword Art Online, they started watching, and she's been enjoying it. I just, I just watch a lot, so it's yeah. kind of make sure I get my money's worth. <laughs> but like, I mean, we have Hulu and we have Netflix and we have like HBO, which has you know it has anime on it, but not as big of a library. And majority of those, so majority of them are are dubbed. Animes, which isn't bad. Uh, okay, some of them have the really terrible dubbed um, versions, like Naruto. No, I can't, I cannot. I just cannot with that series. Um, but there's certain animes that if I get into it and I start, I start off watching it subtitled. I I get attached to the voice actors. So to switch to a dubbed version, it's like it's hard. Like you are not. Nope, I can't do it. Um. But most of the services, they'll they'll have the dubbed versions, but not the subbed versions. Or they'll have both, but they don't have as much of the series as like Crunchyroll does. Okay, so, gotcha. That's where that's where I'm at with it. With some new ones I watch, like I watch the latest super new Jujutsu Kaisen, which is really really good. So we're looking for a new one. That's where I'm at. And I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this acquisition from Sony. And if I can consolidate it, like I said, and having just one subscription fee with my PlayStation Plus, I'm there. Nice. I'm waiting for the thing. I think it's further down. Yeah, well, we can talk about that in a little bit. But actually, we can, we can actually bring that up. Uh, Star Wars Vision, since we're talking about anime stuff. What do you think about that? I really like that. I don't know what it is with me and Star Wars. I okay. I like I like the Star Wars universe. I wouldn't say I'm like a super fan. I don't like don't ever quiz me on those things. But I really I really do enjoy the Star Wars universe. But for whatever reason, their animated series I 
I don't know. I don't know what it is. It never really got to me, but I see this like Star Wars visions and I don't know if it's just because of the anime appeal, but I was like hyped watching it. I was like, yes, I want these stories. Yeah. It was beautiful to watch. I was like, I I couldn't even believe it was Star Wars when I was watching. I was like, they, wow. It it was amazing. And even the screenshots when, uh, cause I took a couple of screenshots and put it on my Twitter and I was just looking at it. This is really, really good. So uh, if it delivers once it comes out, I think, I think everybody's going to be happy. And it's a collaboration of multiple studios. I think it said right on the Mm -hmm. trailer. So um, that should be fun. That should be fun to watch. So I'm like, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm like, this is cool. I like it. Yeah, I think maybe that's what it took. Just so that, that anime touch to it for me. <laughs> yeah, I think if it's done well from from studios that have done amazing work, I don't think we're going to be disappointed. That that seems to be the case here. So yeah, we we should be excited for what. I just added on to my backlog of things to watch. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Um, but it it seems like things are picking up. Um, right, because we're August, uh, things are picking up next week. Next week is um, Destiny stuff, the 24th, right? So, um, getting excited about that. I, I, I don't know what it is about that game. It seems like every time I play it, it just gets better. Like, it doesn't make sense. Looking for the best VPN in the world? Your search is over. From the makers of Proton Mail comes Proton VPN, the best free VPN in the world. Proton VPN is Swiss-based, has a no-locks policy, offers the highest strength encryption, strong VPN protocols, and all apps are open source and audited. To try Proton VPN for free, visit andrew-alliance.com forward slash tools. Once again, that's andrew-alliance.com forward slash tools. It it looks the same. I di- I didn't see anything different. Like I turned I turned it on today and I was playing a couple of uh you know just walking around and just you know talking to the normal crew in the tower and stuff like that. And I'm like this game still looks amazing. But anyway, uh it, it is it is what it is. So the 24 that's that's coming up and there's also um I always forget the name of this. What's the next uh function that's coming out? Um Gamescom, right? Stuff, Gamescom yeah, stuff that's coming yeah. up soon, right? But I don't know. I always forget that one for for some reason. But that's that's right around the corner. But we were talking about Idris Elba earlier, and I'm excited about this because Idris Elba as Knuckles in Sonic Movie Two. Daniela, thoughts on that? Again, he's an ing. I well, okay. First of all, I'm I'm stoked about another Sonic movie. But like Edris Elba in it, like yo, when he put out that that tweet, knock knock. I don't know if I was the only one, but I heard that in his voice, and I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> I just hope, like, I just hope, like, they got they got the formula right, they got the look right. Story's gonna be something else. I I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I like the Sonic movie. I I don't know if it was anybody else or maybe it was just me, but when he tweeted out "knock knock," I I heard that in his voice, and I was just like, "Yes, <laughs> this is the movie we need right now." 
This is exactly what we need. And the thing is, like, I, I liked, I liked the Sonic movie. I did. Um, it wasn't like something super over the top, and you know, there's some part of like little nostalgia factor to it. But um, I didn't. I, I somewhat went into the movie with like a little bit low expectations because of you know the backlash that I got, the way that Sonic looked, and then they went had to go back and redo some things, and he looked a whole lot better. So I'm really hoping that um, you know they they got that all ironed out. They know what the audience wants. They know what they they need. Um, so I, I just really hope that, you know, introducing Edris Alba into it, he's going to be in the next movie. Like, w- we good now. Like, I didn't think I would ever want Edris Alba in a Sonic movie, but apparently just having that, like, yes, I do. Yeah. He's, exactly what I want. <laughs> he's great. He's great in everything that uh, he's put out. And I really started watching, um, his content from luther i think luther really got me hooked on his um on his acting and then i started watching other things and it just seems like after that he was in everything everything that came out he had a role you know and um he's just fantastic so i really um he's getting he's getting the love that he deserves yeah yeah so i really appreciate that so um Knuckles, uh, Sonic Movie 2, Idris Alba. That's pretty exciting. Uh, next thing we have is a uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut PS5. Thoughts on that? Um, can I get like a free upgrade to that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It would be, be nice. Just saying. That would be nice. I don't know if I'm going to jump back into it. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to jump into that, but I think that if you haven't experienced that shunning yet, this might be a good place. This might be a good time. Yeah. But How I much don't is think it? I'm going to rebuy it. Probably your standard. Six, standard, standard pricing. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, so Death Stranding, uh, I'll watch. I, I like the cutscenes and, and that game cutscenes look amazing as i'll probably go um intel uh, so let's talk about this uh this one intel arc gpus i know right now we're, we're currently at the at the shortage of gpus right we don't even know when we'll see them on the shelves when they pop up on the shelves they disappear right away so uh, Intel is branding its upcoming consumer GPUs as Intel Arc. Uh, this new Arc brand will cover both the hardware and software powering Intel's high-end discrete GPUs, as well as multiple hardware generations. The first of those, known previously as DG2, is expected to arrive in the form of codename Alchemist in Q1 2022. Were you surprised by that? Did you... Uh, were you aware if it was coming out or what, thoughts on I, this? I don't. Well, I wasn't aware. I wasn't paying attention too much into that. I really pay attention to new to new things that come out for at least easy side as I need them. But I am not surprised though. I really am not. I'm glad that they're actually paying attention to their more um, gamer centric content curators that kind of want you know they want the best of both worlds. And and introducing this, although I really wish I could be the person who gets to like come up with like code names, code name alchemist. I don't know, uh, but no, no, I'm not surprised at all. I think um, they they offered like you know their little sneak peek, uh, sneak peek of like their graphics and action. Um, they had PUBG, they showcased Psychonauts two, Metro Exodus. So and and it looked pretty. It looked pretty good. You know, but you can never really tell until you get your hands on, you get to experience it firsthand, you get to see it in action. 
Uh, but yeah, I just, I don't, I'm not surprised. Yeah. And the competition is going to be AMD and NVIDIA. Uh, we don't know about much uh, performance stuff yet, but um, but we need it, right? Because we're at, we're at a stage now where we're still having to experience price, price gouging right now. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's always... So even local to me, whenever I look at the price of a card, whether it's a 30, uh, 30 60, 70, or 80, it's almost always two to three hundred dollars more than the actual price so so even now i'm on the uh queue not on the queue i'm on a notify list for uh this thing um evga's website and i'm just waiting to get a, a an email from them so i can jump in a queue but the queue only lasts for eight hours so if i'm sleeping if i get to queue <laughs> at hour oh, one no. and i don't see it to hour nine then you lose the opportunity to buy that particular graphics card. I think uh, super premium users of the EVGA website, they get 24 hours. But outside of that, I'm out of luck if I miss that window, if I get a notification. See, that's, so, that's what I did for my for my card, for my 3080, like early, early on. Um, that's what I did. I, I had to wait like two, three months before you know I got that email, with that specific link to buy that one specific one that you wanted. Um, yeah, they had an eight hour window, but it ended up being plenty of time. But then I, I, I think I just happened to check my email or no, I actually got the push notification for the mail address. So I, I, I was able to, to catch it pretty, pretty early. It was like the second or third hour of my eight hour window. Yeah. Which really to me, I think is almost the best way to get it because you're not being price gouged at all. You're pretty much if you if you're planning on buying it, you're pretty much guaranteed that card. You can only buy that one. Correct. So I, I liked that process and I didn't mind the wait on the wait I had to, to do for it. So I do recommend it. Yeah, that's probably what I'm gonna do, even though I want to um buy it at retail, but I'm just gonna wait till the website sends me like a notification for it. It also says here Intel's Arc GPUs will be capable of mesh shading. Uh, variable rate shading, video upscaling, and real-time ray tracing. Those sounds like standard things, right? Because mm -hmm. they have now, to compete. Now they're becoming, yeah, they're, now they're going to be some of the standard things and expectations for the the gamer, user, consumer. Yeah. Yeah. And Where also, I want to know is how is this going to affect like the Bitcoin miners and stuff like that? Right. So interesting that you bring that point because um, even with the 30 series, when that came out, they kind of nerfed the the hash rate for the cards, which is why there was a little uproar when the cards first released, because with an update, they kind of like nerfed the, the hash rate and the hash rate for. OK, so now we're getting into <laughs> now we getting into that portion of it. So now when you go to like what? to mine.com right what to mine.com when it actually goes to the website well oh, let me see if it okay so when you go to what to mine and you go to the gpu section the highest hash rate right now and it should be by default are, are the top two the 3080 ti and the 3090 right so the 3080 is about 260 uh, and it actually may be more than a 3090, according to this, and it, which doesn't make sense. The 3090 is 114. I, I think it depends on what you're 
what you're going for. Um, and it give you the revenue for the 24 hours, right? So now for me, my hash rate, so comparing my hash rate to, let's say the 3080, which is 260, my hash rate is 22 for my card, right? Versus your card, you have the 3080, yes? I do. So you, yeah, so yours is 91, right? So that, that's like, your card can do so much more. Like if you decided to mine, like it's a, it would be such a breeze for you right now because you have like a top tier card right now. So it does affect what you're mining uh, for sure. But if you're getting a, if you're getting a coin that's easily mined, you shouldn't have any issues. Right. Um, so I think you're, you're gonna, you're going to be good. So we'll see. We'll see what it says about the coin when it comes out. Let me see it. That's what I saw in here. Um, it also says um, Intel is also promising AI accelerated super sampling, which sounds like Intel has its own competitor to NVIDIA's deep learning super sampling DLSS technology. So, in there. so uh, we'll link all the article stuff uh, for this and as well as anything else we talk about on the show uh, on uh, this uh, blog post, which will be at the show radio. Now. Any other thoughts on this one? I am just going to wait for when it actually releases to public for purchasing and just see the outrage. That's all I'm expecting from it. I'm, I'm happy with my 3080, so I'm not going to be changing or upgrading anytime soon. All right. So next up, we have Scuff Gaming unveils its first controllers designed for Xbox Series X and S. Daniela, thoughts on that? Of course, Scuff is going to come out with the controllers. A little bit sad that the PS5 one, but we got the Xbox one. You know what? All all scuff controllers look sick. It doesn't matter what for what generation it's for. They're amazing. I mean, here here's the hard part. Controllers in itself are expensive. And there's so many different options about who you're going to go through. <laughs> I mean, Xbox just came out with theirs, like their little customizations, and you know, you can put in your little logos. We all know that Cog can cook. Um but Scuff, man, Scuff is just, I want to say they're the cream of the crop. I love the way their controllers. I, I'm still going to say, though, that the C40s, the actual C40s are still like for PlayStation wise, for me, are still the most comfortable. But I, I love the way that Scuff feels in my hands, especially for the Xbox controllers. So I, I dig it. I really do. Yeah. So, um, so what's interesting about that? So let's, let me just, um, Go through this a little bit here. Uh, Scuff Instinct and Instinct Pro are compatible with Xbox Series X, S, PC, and mobile devices. Both gamepads feature four paddles on the back of the controller. Unlike the other controllers released by Scuff, such as the Prestige Xbox One controller, which also works on Xbox Series X and S, or the Vantage PS4 controller, the paddles on the Instinct and Instinct Pro are smaller with placement similar to the Xbox Elite and Elite Series 2 controllers, all right? That's the mm-hmm. first uh, section there. Uh, both controls offer three different uh, button remapping profiles, wired and wireless connection support, a 3.5 millimeter audio jack, a removable D-pad, that's pretty cool, and interchangeable thumbsticks, that's cool as well. Additionally, both controllers have a removable faceplate, meaning you can change the color of your controller by removing the controller's chassis. Now, the controllers look sick. I agree with you. Everything that they've done thus far in the last maybe two 
generations, if you want to say that, of controllers that we've seen uh, are pretty dope. Astro still is really, really good. Uh, the C40 uh, provides um, incredible value for the price. Uh, during this time that we're in right now, uh, it seems like it's tough to get some of these controllers. Um, I'll definitely be reaching out to uh, these uh, guys at Scuff uh, if I can check out uh, the controller itself, uh, one of them. But uh, as I was saying to you recently, when you look at the, the D-pad for the Xbox controller, uh, by default, the redesign of this controller versus what I used to use on the uh, original Xbox One, it is night and day an incredible improvement on the the classic controller itself, right? Yeah. Because I didn't realize uh, how much they've changed on a controller with the D-pad and all the changes that they've made until I started using the recent um you know, uh, WB um, Space Jam edition of, of the controllers. And it's really, really good controller. Now, what's going to set it, what's going to determine for me how good it is, is when I decide to use the controller in PvP uh, for games like Destiny and stuff like that. I'll really know if I'm really comfortable with my actions versus the C40 controller. If that makes sense. So I definitely would love to get my hands on either edition. Um, I This is what I love about the controllers now is that you can use them for not just the console. Like they are compatible with your PC, regardless if you're getting, buying a PlayStation controller or an Xbox controller. So for me, it would be like, you know, with the Xbox um, game cloud now that's there. You got the ultimate game pass. Like I would be actually attaching this to my PC like that. I I would love to get my hands on it. Just experience to feel it. Either one, to be honest, because <laughs> they look they look fantastic. Yeah, and, and scuff you can do like does no wrong for for me in my mind. Sometimes like like I think early on, like when scuff first came out, it was really hard to be convinced to spend that amount of money. But when you finally get one, and it's yours. The experience, and it's like in your gameplay, it's just is night and day. It just, it just makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, they're doing dope things. Uh, we'll keep a tabs on that. I actually threw in this particular topic that I saw. Uh, Facebook Messenger is adding end-to-end -end encryption for voice and video calls. I know that some individuals are not necessarily paying attention to anything Facebook is doing right now, but I think that the fact that they're considering this took long enough but the fact that they're actually considering it for voice and video calls i think is pretty dope uh thoughts on that um it's great that they're considering it now or they're implementing it now um i don't actually use facebook messenger unless i absolutely have to and it's like for managing business accounts on facebook that i'm in charge of but for personal use i, I don't i i i I would love to know who uses Facebook Messenger re regularly, to be honest. Yeah. I, 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 I do have one person that like will message me. I don't know. Like I thought I have it deactivated so it never shows that I'm online or I'm active. But like the random few times that I'm on Facebook, somehow he knows and somehow it just triggers off like, oh, so-and-so is on. Always sends me a message of hi. I think I should just remove this person because I, I, I don't talk to them. I've never responded to them. I always get a message. Hi. Wow. A little bit creepy. That bit that creepy. is creepy. Yep. That is creepy for people sliding in your DMs. And then, oh, like, I want to say he looks familiar, but I'm like, I cannot pinpoint you right now. We have some friends in common, but I'm like, 
uh, maybe I should just like quietly back off and remove you. Hope nothing you don't notice. Yeah. I mean, safety is important. Definitely do what you have to do in that regard, uh, for sure. Protect yourself and, and stuff like that. So that that's that's a must. So that but that's yeah. I think I don't know. I don't know what to say about it because I don't use the service. I mean, it's good for the people who do to keep them long enough. I do sometimes. I know we do like, you know, fam chat calls and stuff like that through it. I I do believe it still has value. Um, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think it still has value. So encryption for voice and video calls, that's pretty dope. I think WhatsApp has had it for a while. I don't even use WhatsApp. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So that's what's going on with that one. A new emulator. Let's Xbox Series X and S play PlayStation games at 4K. Uh, thoughts on that? Um, not right now. No. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> I mean, I think that's kind of cool. I think that's kind of cool. The emulator it is. Um, I, I guess. I mean, something different. It opens it up more for Xbox people. Right. Yeah. So, so uh, there's that. I, I want to know. Does it? Does it? break any terms of services for modifying yeah you got to be careful about that you got to be careful about so i think that's usually the the thing like i think there was another article that i saw where somebody um who had like a nintendo roms web website and they try to fight nintendo about it and nintendo's like they're getting wrecked by nintendo you you can't fight nintendo about their games okay that you had on an emulator website. That's just, you're, you're not going to, I don't know, the percentage of you, you know, you might win. You could try, but small. you know, I don't know how far you're going to get. Exactly. Exactly. So I think the last order that I saw in that particular uh, report is that they want everything destroyed that they had on the website. So it's like, you, 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 you're going to have a hard time finding with, Nintendo, you know what I mean? But anyway, uh, that's what's going on with that. Um, the next thing, Call of Duty Verdanks, Verdanks uh, teaser trailer. Uh, definitely check that out if you're uh, big on Call of Duty stuff. Uh, I play Call of Duty every year at some point. I always have the last couple of years. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what else they're going to be doing there. In that regard, I think they're going back uh, in time, if you will. The world war times or whatever but um i really like what they're they've done there but i, I actually want to move uh the battlefield 2042 short film up because um i know you watch that so let's just jump into uh the uh battlefield 2042 short film what do you think about that can i just have an entire series of just this i would love that like like the exodus short film was i, I love i love, love what they did like I could have an entire like a short run series for just if it's just built like that to expand on, you know, whatever story to 2042 going to be offering. Because uh, that was pretty crazy. And it looks so good. I was really bummed. It was only nine minutes. Yeah. The part with the kid, though, I was concerned, but they, they did that just right. <laughs> they did that just right. You remember that part? Uh, yeah. That was like, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, they did not. No, no. I know because you have to get these things, you know, of course, QA and all that, you know, make sure you don't offend anybody. Right. Uh, nobody gets hurt. 
that's not supposed to get hurt. No animals were sacrificed or anything like that. So all those things that you have to go through. So when I saw that part, I was like, no, they could no. not have <laughs> possibly let this fly. And I was just like, okay, all right. So uh, I'm, I was like, ooh, that was close. I'm glad it played out the way it did. So, um, so there, there's that. But uh, I would love to see more of that, more of that stuff to really get into the, uh, the focus and, and the vibe for whatever game is going to come out. I think that's really good. I, I, I was, um, I'm just kind of uh, glad where they went with this little short film. I hope maybe there's like one more that comes along with it, but it's nice to see that um, Irish Grave Returns is, I, I don't know if I'll personally be playing 2042 um, myself, but I would be all for a series or even just hoping that the cutscenes or whatever can offer the backstories lore for this good yeah i'm gonna be running around because I, I love 1942 so i'm gonna be running around at some point in this um in this one for sure it's really really going back to what i enjoyed about the series uh so there's that um a couple of more things and it will begin wrapping up people can fly says that square enix has yet to pay royalty fees um i was actually surprised by that and yeah, so, um, so go ahead. you're gonna tell me that they haven't broke even yet to make their money back to start paying them yet isn't that wild like i don't know i have a hard time believing that but then again you know i think people can fly is being really professional and being really calm about it because they haven't gotten any information yet about how well their sales did or exact numbers they're estimating these things yeah but i'm kind of surprised like they came out what april kind of been a bit yeah, it's did, been, I think it's it did pretty while. well. I think it did pretty well. So, like, what's up? What's up, screen? Yeah, it's, it's kind of wild just seeing that, right? And uh, the game played well, looked really good, right? Uh, let me just uh, look at some things here. A Polish company, uh, People Can Fly, said that up to 16th of August, it had not received royalties on a sale of the co op focused looter shooter from publisher. Square Enix royalties would be paid to people can fly if the net receipts from the sales of Outriders yielded the pre-agreed level of returns for Square Enix on the costs incurred relating to quality assurance, distribution, and marketing. And that's that's wild. That's wild since April. My gosh. Yeah. That's, that's I think wild. that's hard to believe. They had I, I think they had a pretty good launch and um no, it's weird. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear more on that at some point. So we'll we'll see. We'll stay tuned for that. Uh, Twitch, <laughs> Twitch, Twitch, Daniela, mm? Twitch. What are you? What are your thoughts on Twitch? The current state of Twitch right now. What do you got? Well, you can't exactly cancel Twitch. Let's put it that way. So you got to put them into in their place. Okay. But um, all of these, all of these um things that are being highlighted even more now. It's not like they weren't known. It's not like they weren't seen. It's not like they like people didn't shout it out from the rooftops for like years now, even more so. And then they're like, "Come on, Twitch, do better." If you've seen the hashtags for it, um, that is like. 
that is a frustration with them. Like they are right now at the forefront. They are like the top streaming platform to be on. If people are looking to get into content creation, which is probably the first place that they're probably thinking of. And they haven't researched into too many other places. But it's nice that there's other services that are available now, like Facebook gaming. You've got YouTube gaming. You've got Glimish um, that are out there, but they still don't have that glitz and glamour that Twitch has, I guess you could say. But for them to like, like this half, uh, I, I, how do I, how do I put this without like being really like, rude about it? Um, these lame attempts to be like, we're, we want to have an open dialogue and we are going to do better. And we're having these conversations. Like you, you said that last year. And it's, it's been, it's been a while now. You're going to tell me we still have to wait for some moderation tools for several more months to the end of this year. And it's still probably most likely won't do much. And they're going to keep saying that, Oh, we're going to be looking to make it better. First of all, first of all, from like 10 years ago, when you ban somebody, they shouldn't be able to look at your stuff, period, like at all, ever again. Like they should just be banned permanently, not just from your chat. That's still a problem. Like people shouldn't have to create additional commands, use additional tools outside of Twitch to to protect themselves, to protect their their viewers, to be able to just chill. And I mean, of course, because more people are being more vocal about it, which we, we should be. And I'm supporting of everybody who has been. But of course, like trolls are just going to go even harder about it. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. And whatever, whatever Twitch says, I take what they say with a grain of salt until action is actually put into place. Like, I don't, I don't care about your nice words until you're actually actively doing something that helps creators, that helps people, that protects people. Other than that, I don't care what you have to say. Do something. That's where I'm at with that. Yeah, um, I haven't really been paying attention to it. I did see the hashtags on social media. I did see uh, some individuals recently get hate rated um and i think that's just wild uh, with um, um ecosystem and community i think twitch is a great platform what it offers it's it's amazing right for from community to um tools streaming tools i should say that not necessarily moderation i'm just uh, streaming tools in general it's a great platform to the great community and you know people have have gotten like rich rich off of off this platform like stupid rich right and i think that it gives you the opportunity to create um a lot of money and and even wealth uh, for, for your family so i think that's really dope but when it comes to the moderation side of things it seems like they've struggled ever since they they you know maybe maybe that's not that's being a little unfair but it, it seems that way to me that they've been struggling with moderation for a long time and uh, hopefully uh, at some point we'll get to a place and not necessarily in a year or or maybe way before that that you get to a place where that uh, moderation um, challenge that you have, you know, it, it's making a lot of other platforms look even better as an option. I mean, mm -hmm. YouTube, YouTube has has YouTube has been a good platform to uh, create on. But in terms of building community and and how 
it creates community. It's different than Twitch. Twitch just has those things integrated into the platform in such a beautiful way. So it has so much going for it. But at the same time, this uh, Achilles heel of uh, of sorts when it comes to the moderation, I think, holds it back uh, from that speaks so much louder. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, it's like, um, I hope that people are looking at other platforms. I know a lot of people have like a love hate thing for Facebook. I mean, Facebook gaming has been making strides and immense. Their algorithm is absolutely bizarre. I, I wouldn't even be able to tips on that one, mm. but like being hate rated is, is almost impossible. Like Facebook is very closed off about sharing their API and what's going to be available, which can be a huge limitation for, for some people. I mean, Facebook does have their own built in bot kind of limited, especially to what's available on on Twitch and on, on Glimish and YouTube gaming. But, you know, that also limits what people who necessarily harass you. Like people have to really go out of their way to create a Facebook account, which Facebook kind of like just your normal account kind of has some really interesting safeguards for that. Like that prevents like an overuse of creating fake accounts can you create one yes but they're so much harder and such a bigger hassle to make that happen compared to the other platforms um and then you know you kind of have to use your real name (laughs) Mm. like for those like if you're if you are really i mean you can make up a name sure but like most people who are jumping on there are using you know their actual profile like your info is there. I mean, there's guidelines for content creators to not use that against people, obviously, but it definitely deters people from just being overall jerks. So, so there's that. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully to get it right at some point, but we'll, we'll have to see how those things play out. Uh, Still, this is a long process. I want to know who they're talking to about like improving because as far as I've seen, um, no, content creators on my timeline retweeted or not have shown that like hey yeah twitch is in you know with me on this on improving the platform like they have so many ambassadors but so many of them have said yeah twitch has never you know reached out to ask for my opinion about what could be better the point of having ambassadors and i'm like I'm, I'm happy those people have that title and they get to be a part of it but you have a great abundant resource of content creators who are very passionate about what they do who are great at what they do why didn't you start reaching out to them the several years ago that you introduced this ambassador program yeah that, that would make sense but i don't know it's just some things seem so disconnected it's like the teams are not necessarily talking to one another. It it just looks that way. I don't know how it runs, right? But uh, it just seems that way when you're looking at how things are being presented to us. It's it's just it's a mess. Yeah, uh, I hope they figure it out uh, really really soon. So um, two more things, and then we'll we'll start wrapping up. Uh, Xbox Series X's dashboard is running at a higher resolution as part of a news uh, new update. I think it's uh, 4K now uh, for that kind of thing. Any thoughts on that? Um, yay. <laughs> yeah, right. The dashboard. How how often dashboard? Yeah, I think you know I really like the improvements that they've been doing on a dashboard though. So um, I think that's really dope. The fact that uh, they're constantly uh, making sure that it runs the way it's supposed to run. Uh, let me just see what it says here. 
Uh, let me see. High resolution for Xbox Series X. Detail and, and the notes here. The new system update now offers the features to increase X, the Series X's dashboard when the console is connected to a 4K monitor or TV. Uh, this change means home guide and other areas of the UI will be displayed at a higher native resolution for increased sharpness and text readability. Uh, that's pretty dope. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, yay, that's a that's dope. And uh, the fact that they're making changes and improvements, I think that's always dope. Cool, cool, cool beans. But last but not least, uh, Phil Spencer has been testing Stream Deck and says Xbox games work well. And this is good news because uh, we've both um, very recently, well, me more recently than than you, have uh, put down uh, the the five bucks to hold a reservation for this uh, Steam Deck, which I think is going to be a game changer in so many ways. It's going to be a whole bunch of emulators is going to come out for it. I think there's going to be so much done with this unit years to come, right? Um, it's going to be the best thing that we've seen in a long time. So uh, this particular post talks about uh, Phil Spencer enjoying the the unit. Um, uh, thoughts on that? I mean, how do you how are you feeling about the Steam Deck right now? I know it's still early, um, you know, moving into the months before we start really getting the marketing. How how are you feeling about it now? I still feel pretty good. I have that my thoughts haven't changed on it. I'm still like my well, I didn't cancel my my pre order. I'm giving myself some time to save up money for it. Um, but but still, my only thought is like the weak battery life. Uh, I don't know about that three to eight hours, but with Phil Spencer trying it out, saying it works well, you know that Xbox Game Cloud. I'm telling you, it's gonna it's just gonna definitely be on there for everybody. I feel. Smart move. Yeah, it's definitely a game changer. Uh, so based on the conversation that uh, was had in this particular post, talks about uh, the gaming on the go, the screen size, the controls. Uh, Phil Spencer really appreciated that. Playing Halo and Age, uh, I guess I'm assuming that's Age of Empires, uh, feels good. xCloud works well. And he congratulated the Steam Deck team. So yeah, so that's, that's dope stuff. Uh, that's dope stuff. I think... Um, I'm pretty, pretty excited about that. Um, last but not least, um, I kind of posted something about this earlier. Um, so Astro has their new uh, bags out. They have yeah, the, I'm jealous. they have the, uh, the BP 35 and then they have the C, um, uh, CO three. I just want to make sure I'm saying that correctly, but, um, but it's definitely a smaller, uh, bag, but, um, Definitely feels more durable in terms of how it was constructed. So the BP35 and the CSO3, um, the cross sling is a CSO3. The BP35 is the actual backpack. Uh, I took some pictures of it earlier today. Uh, posted it on my Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Uriah, U-R-I-Y-Y-A. If you want uh, to uh, follow Daniela, you can find her at Miss DJM and her adventures uh, for sure. I wanted to plug that in um, for for both of us there. So yeah, uh, sling sling is dope. Uh, the backpack is dope. Uh, but um, and the reason I brought up that is because the C the CSO three um, may have the ability to fit the Steam Deck unit. Mm -hmm. um, so 
They didn't fully say it could or couldn't. Uh, it definitely fits the Nintendo Switch. Uh, but if the Switch is um, a little bit smaller than that particular unit, but I think there's enough space in there, it sounds like that the Steam Deck will be able to fit in there no problem. So that's little rumors here and there, but it sounds like it could be promising for those who get uh, handhelds as going to be you know bigger in size. I don't know if Neo Geo is working on anything. That'd be cool to see if they are. But um, at this point, Steam Deck is going to cover anything PC related. And it would be a miracle if Nintendo decides to put games on that thing, because that would that would change everything, which they probably won't do that. So. All right. So the backpack, I like I like the body sling one. So three, but I'm all about the BP 100 percent like that gaming backpack. I love my um, I guess is now the OG Scout Astro Scout backpack. I, I love that so yeah. much thank you so much astro for sending me well that bag and the duffel bag so this is like a must an absolute must to add to like my travel bags yeah you gotta you gotta add it on there uh the material feels lighter uh it's a it's a collaboration with timbuktu timbuktu uh based out of um san francisco they've been making stuff ever since 1989 or something like that they've been around for a, a long time uh timbuktu so the collaboration with them and astro uh, i guess seems fitting if you've followed their history both of their histories for a long time um i was recently introduced to timbuktu and and everything that they're doing so um i think it's uh pretty dope pretty amazing uh materials pretty amazing design of course of course astro has always been good with their designs as far as i can remember so um yeah definitely um definitely good pickup say i gotta plug it you're gonna pick up one well okay so the backpack itself the gaming backpack is 199.99 and the body sling is 79.99 so is it astro.family miss ejm ever so kindly yes that's an affiliate link <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's an affiliate link yeah definitely use Ms. EJM's affiliate link for that uh for sure um for the bp35 so3 um that uh released on the 17th of august so it's a uh, brand brand new and uh definitely um check that out uh anything we left out anything you want to um share before we uh wrap up um no i'm not everything okay all right cool cool so so guys thank you for we, listening we made it to the end though oh we did oh we did i have to go back and just double check you know uh some things i don't think it's, it's as bad as i think it is but um i have to figure out where where the uh the pauses were and and stops and then just kind of clean that up a little bit i could find them but uh but yeah so that's that's the thing you never know what happens when you're recording certain you know shows some days are going to be perfect some days are, are not going to be but um but yeah we made it to the end i'm excited about that uh, definitely check out uh, the discord uh, you can go to andrew-lines.com as i mentioned earlier when it comes to the crypto stuff uh, i do have my journal I've been keeping ever since I got back into the game in May. So uh, if you head to andrew-lines.com, my journal is in there. That is free to you uh, from pretty much uh, financial literacy all the way to mining uh, cryptocurrency. I, I currently do mine right now. So just uh, mentioning that real quick, I mine a coin called Ravencoin. Uh, it's really good. Um, and I think uh, based, based on the way it's set up now, as soon as it reaches 50 coins, it pushes 
automatically to my wallet so it's pretty much on autopilot as soon as i i mining which is pretty cool uh so definitely check that out uh, also make sure you follow daniela and miss djm once again that's miss djm um and that's all i have uh daniela uh, any final words thank you guys for listening to episode 591 i'll see you guys on the next episode